Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. I'm Sarah. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about learning a new language and explore a few different techniques, uh, look into some of the top rated apps, and then discuss the languages that we would like to personally learn. But first, I kind of want to talk a little bit and do like a quick catch up with you, Sarah. Okay. I, had, I had an annoying day today. I'm very sorry. So I got my hair cut, which wasn't the annoying part. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was the okay part. And then I went to go get my oil changed because my car's like 2,000 miles over the oil change due date. Oof. So I found this one place and went to it, but then it was in this really shady area. So I was like, I don't want to go here. So I left there. And then I went to this other one that again was in this really shady area. So I was like, I don't want to go there either. <laughs> So I ended up going to a, um, a Midas, which I've used Midas in the past. So not a big deal. But I got there and they did the oil change. Took like 20 to 40 minutes. Then on my way home, I was like, what is that rattle? There was something rattling. I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I got home and I was like, well, I'll just clean out my car real quick because I wanted to like wipe the interior down and clean it out a little bit. And then I started the car and I opened the hood and they hadn't put the oil cap back on. So the rattle was the oil cap sitting there rattling. And then when I opened the hood, it spewed oil all over my face. So I had oil oil all over my glasses and I called them and I was like, I don't know what happened or why the person missed this, but I got home and my oil cap was not replaced. And he goes, did did you lose your oil cap? I was like, no, it's still there. I just had to put it back on, but there's just oil all over my engine now and sprayed in my face. So that was fun. (laughs) Oh, and then I do have one more update. Um, So last time we talked, I had said I ordered my new iPhone. Mm -hmm. So I ended up canceling the order because after I talked to them, so what I do whenever I buy a new phone, and we've talked about it before, is I buy the phone, pay for it for a little while, and then in March, when I get my my bonus every year, I usually pay it off. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to continually pay, and it lowers my bill by the payment amount. So... I called them and I was like, so what happens to that $1,000 credit or the trade-in value of my phone if I pay it off early? And they're like, well, you don't, you would lose the credit. So I would only, if I traded in my phone, I would, it wouldn't start paying, like I wouldn't start receiving the credit until the third billing cycle. So if I got the phone in September, it wouldn't start the $1,000 credit split into 12 or 36 payments, 36 months. It wouldn't Hmm. start until probably December or January. And then I would be paying off my phone in March. So there's no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even receive the trade-in value of my phone and credits. Oof. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and cancel that and not do that. So I don't get a new phone yet, which is fine because my phone, there's nothing wrong with my phone. I just wanted to get the new one because I didn't get a new one last year. Right. But I can always just wait and get it later too. True. And then I had one other thing I wanted to talk about and then we can get into the topic. So I saw something and I'm going to have to pull up my email real quick. Um, Something in my email that was kind of a a salacious title of the the article okay so like i know the article isn't like that that's not 100 true but i wanted to pull it up really quickly and just read you through it because when i like open the article and read it it's not quite exactly how it's titled so the article title says illinois becomes the first state to pass the purge law mm. you know, do you know what i mean by the purge law where they're not going to respond to um to like 
crimes and things like that. Like it's technically legal for murder and burglaries and blah, blah, blah. I was my uh, esthetician the other day. One of the girls I work with was telling me about it. About the purge or the law? About the the law and that it was like called, that they were calling it like a purge law. I think that's just what people have named it. The actual law is, um, it's called the Safe T Act, S-A-F-E-T Act. Um, And it says it will commence in the state of Illinois. This act will get rid of the cash bail system it's an entire in its entirety the name safety is an acronym for safety accountability fairness and equity today those that instated the act believe it will reduce arrest and limit those put away based on the crime so non-detainable offenses so this does not mean that they won't get charged and be accountable for the crimes it's just they're not being detained and put in jail and like until after their arraignment or whatever hmm um, so there are 12 non-detainable offenses where the law, the new law would end cash bail. The new law includes second-degree murder, arson, drug-induced homicide, robbery, kidnapping, aggravated battery, burglary, intimidation, aggravated driving under the influence, fleeing the fleeing and eluding drug offenses and threatening a public official okay and then it goes on to say that safety act would allow criminals a pre-trial release for the crimes listed above and if prosecutors fail to show clear and convincing evidence that the alleged could be a threat to a public a specific individual unfortunately the consequences of the safety act make an impact on how fast arrest arrested criminals oh my gosh how fast arrested criminals criminals must be dealt with because prosecutors would have only 48 hours to decide whether the alleged criminal should be released investigators believe that 48 hours isn't enough time to collect valuable evidence from surveillance cameras laboratory work and forensics research interesting it is interesting i don't know on the one hand i feel like i agree with some of it because there's a lot of people out there who have been wrongfully arrested and then spent a ton of time in jail because they couldn't afford bail because of how long it takes our criminal system to actually work. But like, so there are definitely instances where people have sat in jail for months and months and months waiting for their trial and with no no bail, like not being able to get out. And then it turns out that there wasn't enough evidence to convict them in the first place. Yeah, so they so basically- like, I kind of get that. But then at the same time, it's just like, some of those crimes feel a little, uh, I don't know. Like they shouldn't be included? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's tough because like on the one hand, I'm also like, very much for the abolition of the prison system as a whole. But then at the same time, I'm just like, I do want people to stay safe and protected. I don't, I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And I was like, I should talk to Sarah about it and see what she thinks. Mm. Um, But that's not what we're here for. (laughs) (laughs) So getting onto the topic uh, about learning languages, um, language apps, ways to learn languages and then uh, the languages we would like to personally learn. So um, I've been doing some research because I'm actually doing some a paper and some information on it. And I watched this TED talk from, her name is Lydia Machova, and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, um, but she is a, oh my gosh, what did she call it? Uh, 
she called it something. Hold on. It's like someone that learns languages really easily and quickly. Polyglot. What was it? A polyglot. Yes, a polyglot. And I've never heard of that term before. Yeah. Um, but like she, so she was talking about how she was actually at a conference one time with other polyglots and, oh, geez, that's really big. Sorry. I'm just looking at, I have, um, the transcript of her, her discussion. Um, and she said that there were two that she talked to that like one of them knows or is fluent in 10 different languages and one of them is fluent in 11 different languages. Wow. And, And she asked them, well, how did you learn? And um, one of them said that Benny had 11 years of Irish Gaelic and five uh, five years of German at school, and he couldn't speak them at all after graduating. And then up to the age of 21, he thought he didn't have the language gene and could not speak another language. Um, then he started to look for his way of learning languages, which was speaking the two native speakers and getting feedback from them. So basically, I can't remember if it was him or the other guy, he would go to um, chat rooms for people that like they, I think he they did like Russian he they spoke Russian and he would talk to the one person and then like basically say hello in Russian and then they would say hello and ask him how he was doing and then he would take that and copy and paste it into another chat with the other guy and they were basically like he was facilitating a conversation between two people mm-hmm. that thought they were talking to him and that's how one of his ways how he that he learned English or learned another language um and then the other person they used, um, or one of the things that she was talking about, other people you talked about doing, or other polygots were doing, um, was watching their favorite movie in another language. Mm-hmm. It's like you know the you know the the movie, so watching it in another language by the like second or third time you watch it, you're starting to understand the words and know what's going on mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's your favorite movie. Or she said, read read your favorite book or listen to your favorite book on um, being read out loud, like mm-hmm. book on tape, that's not what it's called, but digital book. Um, and then that's a good way to learn a new language. So that was like some things that polyglots do, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna link the TED talk in, um, the description of this week's episode Um, but then that got me looking into different apps as well Um, and then this is from wired.com so an article called um, our favorite language learning apps and and a pocket translator Um, so their best overall app is Babbel have you Mm -hmm. ever used Babbel I haven't but I've heard that it's one of the better ones yeah I haven't used it either. And I think the main reason I haven't used it is because it's very expensive. Yeah. So for a th- per month, um, it's $13 per month. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can get three months for $30, six months for $50, um, or an $84 annual. But that's not even unlimited. Like, that's not unlimited. So unlimited Babbel Live costs $99 per month, $209 for three months, $359 for six months and $599 for a year. That's insane. Yeah. But I'm assuming you're probably using that for like school stuff or if you're teaching in class, the school probably pays for it. Right. Um, Let's see. So if you're looking for a good complete language learning package, Babbel is the way to go. It teaches the basics of grammar, including special vowels and consonants and their correct pronunciations. Before moving on to conversational scenarios in common settings. Um, I particularly like the conversations where you fill in the blanks. 
the option to choose courses on a di on different topics. There's no fixed order, and the insights into local culture and slang. Babbel does a great job of explaining gram grammar rules um, as you practice to build a deeper understanding. A mixture of learning options includes podcasts and games, and you ev can even book live online classes with language teachers, uh, though this is expensive. So that's probably the second package. Mm. Um, the pacing is good with a slow increase in difficulty and plenty of spaced repetition to reinforce your language. Unfortunately, the free trial is limited, offering just a single lesson for each language. Some lessons are dry and it inevitably feels repetitive at times. There's no real gamification here, so it lacks addictive hook of some other apps. I also occasionally had issues with speech recognition and could not nail the pronunciation. Okay. So that was that was the best overall. Um, the best free app they have is Duolingo. Right. Have you used Duolingo? I have. There's an owl behind you. Yes. There is. Not a real owl <laughs> for the listening audience. It's a ramek owl. Yes. Oh, also, um, some coworkers from work asked me what my what the podcast name was. So we might have some of my coworkers from work listening. So Alitza and Rachel, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Duolingo shout outs. <laughs> so I've used Duolingo, and I had the annual um, the annual subscription uh, for a while, and I I liked it, but I feel like I didn't learn that much. Mm -hmm. most of the stuff I already knew and I did like like they said with um, the Babbel app I had some issues with the speech recognition portion of it right so my problem with Duolingo was there weren't enough real world like conversation type scenarios yeah like it's definitely if you're going to be using Duolingo you're going to be starting off like at at the basic level, but not in a way that makes sense. <laughs> You're gonna learn a whole bunch of words that don't have anything to do with each other at all. So like making sentences and things like that was extremely difficult. Yeah, and I think the other thing I noticed, cause I was trying Spanish on Duolingo. Mm -hmm. The other thing I noticed is they were doing, or the Spanish version, it was Spain Spanish. Mm -hmm. European Spanish. It wasn't Mexico Spanish. Yeah, it wasn't like Central America Spanish. Yeah, Central America. Thank you. That's what I meant. Yes, thank you. Southern Southern America. South Central America. It wasn't that Spanish. It was European, European Spanish. Spanish. Mm -hmm. And there were times when it actually technically would have been correct, but it would have been like slang in Spain Spanish. They wanted you to use the proper form of it. Yeah. Where in like Southern or Latin America, Spanish, it would have been correct because that's how they say it. Mm -hmm. So that's- So one of the other apps that I used um, for a while was Memrise, which was- one they have here too. A little bit better, um, but again, it just was not, I had a lot of trouble staying engaged. Yeah, I've never used that one, but that's actually literally the next one that they have on the list. 
um, for casual conversation, use Memorize. Um, so I'm gonna go back and read a little bit more on the Duolingo. Um, so designing an addictive hook into your language practice is a clever way to keep you engaged and Duolingo nails gamification like no other. It's easy to pick up, slick and fun to use. I don't like that term, slick. Um, <laughs> and you will find yourself jealously guarding your daily streak. That is 100% true. Um, each mod module is broken into topics and the course is stretched. So you must complete several lessons to unlock more. Uh, modules cover social situations like dates and surprise parties, but they also tackle grammar grammatical issues or topics. Uh, useful tips are scattered throughout and there's a good mix of learning techniques with stories, puzzles, reminders, and explanations on common mistakes. Uh, Duolingo has expanded beyond its focus on vocabulary building, adding podcasts, because they do have a podcast, um, and stories to its usual reading and writing exercises, but it's still light on speaking and listening. Um, and it won't teach you to be fluent on its own. The free tier offers a lot of great content, but you you have to endure ads, which that's kind of the main reason I got the annual subscription when I had it, because the mm -hmm. ads are ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel like for any app right now, the ads for the apps are getting insane. It's like this one game that I was playing on my phone. Anytime you did anything in the app, like started a game, started the, the beginning of the actual, like launched the app, it started, it played an ad. It was ridiculous. Um, the gamification can also be stressful as you are limited to five hearts each day and you lose one when you get something wrong. You can ditch the limits and ads and learn offline by subscribing to Duolingo Plus. And there are also in-app purchases, but all the core content is free. Um, so for Duolingo, it is free. Uh, Duolingo Plus is $13 a month or $84 annually, which is nice. Um, I did like it, but like I said, I was getting, I was getting too busy and I felt like I wasn't going to learn enough to, like it says, be, be fluent in, in any language on its own. Um, and then for Memorize, which you were just talking about, and I've, I've never, I've heard of it like recently, um, but I've never actually used it. Um, but it says with a focus on vocabulary and the kinds of casual conversations you might have as a traveler, uh, Memorize is a useful learning tool. The Android app is very accessible and uses a familiar flashcard approach with spaced repetition to help you memorize words and phrases. There are also uh, grammar lessons and forgiving speech recognition exercises. What I like most are the learning with locals video clips with a variety of native speakers as the feel as it feels closer to an experience of being in the country. Uh, you can set goals. Lessons are quick and speakers as the this feels wait sorry I just skipped back to the previous line. Uh, lessons are quick and there's a bit of gamification and prodding to keep you coming back. On the downside, Mesmerize is very focused on vocabulary. The web app isn't good as a mobile app and the exercises can be repetitive, which I also saw with Duolingo. A lot of the exercises were the same. Here's the thing though, is like you have to have some repetition because you're learning a language. Like yeah. you gotta have a certain amount of repetition to yeah. learn the spelling and learn the proper pronunciation and all that. So like, you're not gonna get it right on the first go. You gotta, 
you gotta do multiples yeah i'm but to a certain extent i think because at some point it's like okay this is ridiculous yeah on like easy words i can i can understand that but like overall I feel like you have to you have to have at least a decent amount of repetition or you're not going to be able to properly learn. And then these other two that it talks about, I've never heard of. So there's Busu, B-U-S-U-U. Um, yeah, I haven't heard that one either. That apparently does peer review. Mm. Um, so I don't. Structured language learning course that includes vis- use the usual mix of flashcards, grammar exercises, and casual conversations. Bizu has an incorporated live lessons in groups or one-on-one. Um, it's free, but the live lessons start at $13 a lesson. Uh, Bizu premium, premium is $10 a month or annually $70. And the premium plus is $14 per month or $80 annually. Okay, and then, so it's a cheaper option. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is called uh, Drops. I haven't heard of that one either. No, I've never heard of it. Um, slick app, again with the word slick. This person really likes this word. Um, a solid way for visual learners to build their vocabulary. You start by picking one of the 39 supported languages. So there's only 39 that they cover. Uh, decide how much time you want to commit daily and choose categories like food, travel talk, or business and tech. Uh, drops fall from the top of, oh, okay. So it's like kind of like that one game, the typing game we used to play when we were practicing our typing skills oh you mean mavis beacon sure no i've never done that oh i I know what you're talking about because i saw markiplier do it but that's like the word would fall from the top of the screen and you had to type it before it got to the end at the bottom of the screen okay i never played that really yeah that's basically what it's saying you do um so the uh the word falls from the top of the screen and reveals pictures you must correctly identify by tapping and dragging and pairing what's on screen. Uh, so it looks like there's a picture like in the middle of the screen, maybe. I don't really know because it doesn't have a picture of it. Um, and then the words like fall from the top of the screen. So you have to like drag them to, oh no, it does have pictures, sorry. Um, so this one picture shows four different pictures on the outside of the phone screen. And then in the middle, there's a word that comes up. So you have to take that word and slide it to the correct picture. Okay. All right. That's kind of cool. Um, but for it, it's uh, drops premium is $11 per month, $77 annually, or $160 for a lifetime membership. That's kind of cool. Why would you ever spend $77 annually? I don't know. Um, it does say don't expect grammar lessons, speaking, or pronunciation practice, as it's only teaching you words and phrases. Mm. Um, and it said, or this person says, one thing that annoyed me was having to add payment details to access a seven-day free trial. Uh, and it's yeah, that'd be annoying. also more difficult than it should be to cancel. That would be. I mean, if you're adding it to, from the app store, it should be really easy to cancel. You just have to go in and go to your subscriptions and say cancel. Right. I mean, they have a few honorable mentions, which the only one I've ever heard of is Rosetta Stone. Um, okay. So there's language reactor which is free um and it looks like it's a chrome extension works with youtube and netflix uh to reduce subtitles for whatever you're watching in two languages oh okay uh so it gives you your native language and then the language you're trying to learn that's kind of cool so it's just like a side side by side yeah um and then mondly m-o-n-d-l-y that's ten dollars per month uh, and the, the last one was free, the language reactor. Colorful app 
offering short lessons organized in modules on different topics. Uh, it's easy to jump into and offers lots of useful words and phrases with competitive gamification. Highlights include a chat box, regular quizzes and challenges and a leaderboard. Unfortunately, it makes little effort to explain grammar rules and the app uh, feels a bit haphazard. I've never seen that word spelled out, haphazard. It's not haphazard, it's haphazard. Yeah. And clunky. I always thought the word was haphazard. Nope, haphazard. Um, and then most people know Rosetta Stone and there's a subscription option for $12 a month, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, the um, the language learning options that I have utilized, there's one um, called Mango Languages, hmm. um, which you can utilize for free through your library, um, support your public libraries. Um, and then the other one that I've used was Pimsleur. And Pimsleur is, um, it's not an app. What it is, is uh, you listen and repeat. So it doesn't go into like spelling details or anything like that. So in that aspect, not so great um but if you're looking for spoken fluency it's you know it's repetition you listen and repeat that kind of thing um i used to like listen to it on my way to and from work so um you just play it and repeat as you go and yeah <laughs> there's also tons of resources on um youtube for example or um yeah. you can also like learn language on tiktok from a native speaker you know there's there's a lot more options now which is good it's funny we were watching youtube the other day and this one thing came up and it was it was this person telling you how to say specific things in different languages and it was well how to say something in english um and like the pronunciation of it and a lot of some of it was like that's not how that's pronounced <laughs> but it was like a, a native english speaker saying it it's like that's that's not right yeah, you, you got to be careful of those things sometimes because there's also regional dialect and um, a fun thing of like people, um, people have only seen the word. They've never actually heard it said. Oh, yeah. Like the word kernel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so looking at the word kernel, you're going to be like, oh, that's colonel. Or haphazard. Or haphazard. Although I've only heard that one said, never seen it spelled. Yeah. But yeah, like things things like that. Like sometimes people are going to mispronounce stuff because they've only read it. They've never actually like heard it. Yeah. Um, but I thought those were kind of fun to look at. Then there's um, a Forbes 8 of the best learning apps. And I mean, it's already got some like Babbles already on here. Mm -hmm. Mem memorizes on here. Uh, Duolingo's on here as well. Uh, and then it talks about Modly as well. And there's another one called Speakly, best language learning app for mastering real life conversations. Which so I think in my in my language learning journey, finding something that like actually is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Useful, helpful. Yes, useful, like for every day is really difficult. Yeah. Like you have to take an actual class I feel like to be able to learn things that are actually helpful, because like I said, you know, with Duolingo, I was learning the word for ant, like the, like the insect and, you know, the word for milk and the woman puts 
a pencil down kind of thing. And it's just like, how is this relevant to what I'm trying to accomplish here? So I think that sometimes too, but then it's also like you're learning sentence structure in a way that way. Yeah, but it's not good sentence structure. And it doesn't explain to you exactly how the sentences are supposed to be set up. Yeah, and that might be the issue. It's not really show telling you how, like, it's just telling you this is how the sentence should be structured. It's not telling you, like, the reasoning behind it. Or that it's there's, both. like, special cases or yeah. things like that. That's the thing that's really hard, and we're running out of time for this first session, but that's the thing that I think is really hard is there's so many times when this is how the word said, or this is how this is a word that you would use when describing this. But there's also instances when you could use it this way. Yeah. Or um, like spelling words. Mm, yeah. Like, well, maybe not even spelling, but like in, in, in Spanish that we were, I was going through a classroom in Spanish and it was like the proper not proper form what is it called like whenever you're saying it to a a woman versus a man or the feminine versus the male the masculine version of the word yeah that uh, there was so many ways it was so confusing or if you're saying it to a group there was like los nosotros or vosotros and it was like there's different ways you would use it and there are times when in latin america it's you use the word nosotros or in but in Spain you would use los otros or vosotros and it was like this is difficult to understand yeah and it's really it makes me envious of the people that learn it really easily and it I have more I have more it gives it makes me give it makes me have more respect for people that that's their first language and it's like for those people that are like well they don't even speak Spanish or they don't speak English very well it's like you have to think the person is whenever they you speak to them they're listening to you in english and most of the time taking that and translating it into spanish in their mind mm-hmm. and then they have to formulate their response in spanish and then reiterate it back to you in english yeah there's a lot of translation that goes into that yeah like it's crazy and then it's like people that are disrespectful to people that english isn't their first language it's like okay if I place you somewhere or you go somewhere for whatever reason, and you're going to be expected to navigate that place in a language that isn't your for your first language, mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult. Yeah. And you're going to feel the same way that they feel when someone treats you the way that you're treating them. Yep. All right. Well, so let's take a quick break and yep. then we will come back. That was a quick 40 minutes. Yeah, it was. All right. We'll be back. All right. All right, welcome back. So the first half of the uh, episode, we talked a little bit about really um, kind of catching up. And then we had a little bit of fun news to talk about. And then we started talking about um, apps, apps that we've used and apps that, oh, excuse me, and then apps that are listed as the best learning language learning apps for 2022. Um, so the next portion of it, we're going to do... Uh, talk about languages we would like to learn. Um, and then we'll wrap it up with some language trivia at the end. So Sarah, other than Korean, which are 
practicing now. And I think probably French, right? What other languages would you like to learn? Um, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. Um, prima so primarily, uh, my current focus with school is Korean and Latin, uh, which I'm not taking Latin right this moment, but plan on taking that here in the next year or so. I also would like to continue learning Spanish. I have like, I can read an okay amount of Spanish. It's just harder for me to speak it. Um, I definitely would like to learn more French because my maiden name is French. And I would also really like to learn uh, Azerbaijani just because like Azerbaijan is just such a cool name for a country. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I just, I think it sounds like fun. What was it? Azerbaijani. Azerbaijani. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So Azerbaijan is A-Z-E-R-B-A-I-J-A-N. So. Interesting. Um, I mean, personally, I think there's, I would like to learn Spanish, but that's really just for like work related stuff. Um, and then I would like to, French is kind of something that I've always been interested in, but I probably will never be able to learn it. Other than that, I don't really, maybe it's Chinese or Vietnamese, because there's so many people that I work with that are Vietnamese and Chinese. So it would, make, it would be, it would make sense to try and learn one of those languages. Like that's what, that's kind of what prompted me to look at languages. There's mm -hmm. 17 different languages that are spoken at um, Boston Scientific in Quincy. So there are people speak 17 different languages and it's like it's interesting to look at. It is really cool. I am um, I would definitely be interested in learning some native languages. So um I have a book on the Cherokee syllabary um which goes into some of the basics of Cherokee. Um and um other like native languages of Central America, things like that. I think I just I just want all the languages. I just want all the languages. <laughs> I, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm also, while you're talking, I'm screen grabbing and doing trivia, looking at trivia stuff so that we can wrap up with the trivia like we always do. Yeah, I was telling him that I have some fun facts about languages because I, I'm interested in being a linguist and a philologist. So um, I have a lot of memes and whatnot related to linguistics and english and other wanna, languages do you want to go over some of your fun facts yeah i can let's see so first off my this is my favorite and i often post this repost this one on facebook because it's it's one of my favorites um the reason that the plural for goose is geese but the plural for moose is not meese, is because goose derives from an ancient Germanic word undergoing strong declension in the pattern of foot feet and tooth teeth, wherein double O is mutated to double E. However, moose is a Native American word that was only added to the English lexicon like 400 years ago. So it lacks the etymological reason to be pluralized in that way. So huh. like, that's interesting. So we don't pronounce moose as meese because it's a completely different um, writing system than goose geese. I love that every time. It's one of my it's one of my favorites. Um, there's another one that talks about how boo the word boo um, that we use for yeah. ghosts 
like when, you know, we're saying ghosts say boo, um, <laughs> actually comes from the Latin of buer, um, which I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And which means I declare or I shout. So basically when a ghost says boo, they're, they're just saying, hey, I'm here. <laughs> this is me. That's another okay. fun one. So this one kind of has a poem attached to it because somebody said roses are red that much is true but violets are purple not fucking blue that's true okay every time someone says that that is that the is that really a poem though roses are red violets are blue yeah yeah i guess it kind of is so, every time every time someone says that i'm like no they're not they're purple but here's the explanation also written in poem format they are indeed purple, but one thing you've missed, the concept of purple didn't always exist. Some cultures lack names for a color you see, hence good old Homer and his wine dark sea. A usage so quaint, a phrasing so old for verses of romance is sheer fucking gold. So roses are red, violets once were called blue. I'm hugely pedantic, but what else is new? <laughs> That's funny. Um, but then also purple is derived from blue so that makes sense because you have to have blue to make purple mm -hmm. and technically speaking our eyes identify purple like colors like purple and magenta and pink but they don't technically exist on the color spectrum not yeah. the way that we often see them hmm. anything else you want to look at um my new favorite irish insults i can't pronounce it in in the original gaelic but it means, I hope the devil uses your backbone as a ladder to pick apples in the garden of hell. Yikes. Wow. That's that's my favorite insult. I have some trivia picked or pulled up if you want to look at it. Alrighty. Um, how many languages are spoken worldwide? Didn't we talk about this once? Like, it's like 6,000 or something like that. Thousands of languages. I think so. This is around 7,000. This is from Rosetta Stone. Uh, so around 7,000. I think that was about... 6,000. I think what you're thinking of isn't languages. It was... Um, oh, religions. Religions, yes. That's right. Uh, which language has the second most native speakers? I don't know. Spanish. Yeah, I was going to like guess Spanish. I wonder what the first is. I'm assuming English probably, right? Because not the only first one's in... Chinese. Chinese, really? Yes. Hmm. Chinese has the most native speakers because there are literally billions of Chinese people in the world. Um... Most English vocabulary used when talking about the law or cuisine has roots in which language? I don't know if this is true. For the law right. and cuisine? Yeah. Latin? That's what I would think too, but it says French. I mean, cuisine French? I can see. Yeah, the cuisine I can see, but don't we use a lot of Latin for yeah. I mean, a lot of like, a lot of it's Latin, yeah. So I don't know, this might not be right. Uh, which book has been translated into the most languages? The Bible. Yeah. Uh, which language has the most native speakers in Europe? You already answered this question. Spanish? No, Chinese. Oh, I thought you said Europe. I did. Oh, wait, I'm off. Oh, no, wait. sorry. It's Russian. Um, wait, that doesn't make sense. Sorry, the first printed book was written in which language? That's Chinese. Oh, yes. The language that has the most native speakers in Europe is Russian. That makes sense. Uh, what is the official language of the United States? The official language of the United States mm -hmm. is English? Or technically, technically we don't have it. That's, yeah. Technically, we don't have one. Yes, even though English is spoken. The lingua franca. Primarily, of the States. Yeah. Uh, What was the first language spoken? Oh, wait, no. Sorry. I skipped one. Uh, the, the Hawaiians have a lot of words for rain. Can you guess how many? 
uh, five. Over 200. For rain? For rain. For rain. Yeah, rain. Oof. Like falling from the sky. Is there like two different, 200 different kinds of rain? I don't know. Um, what was the first language spoken in outer space? Russian? Yep, so the Russians beat the Americans to outer space. Um, and then how many countries have Spanish as their official language? Um, probably 25, 30? Close, 21, if you include Puerto Rico. Mm. But because it's technically a territory, it should only be 20. Mm. Um, and then how many languages can you say thank you in? So this is kind of more of a... How many languages can I say thank you in? Yeah. Um, let's see. English, Spanish, French, Korean, Japanese. Uh, Pop quiz, now you have to do them. Maybe, uh, well, I, I can. Uh, English is obviously thank you. Spanish is gracias. Uh, French is merci. Um, Korean is consamida or como yo, um, and Japanese is arigato, um, but I feel so like I know more than that, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, and this one doesn't have a, a correct answer. Um, what about you? Uh, English, Spanish, uh, danke shame. so what is that? German. German? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Mm, I forgot about danke shame. Uh, Panino means sandwich in which language? P-A-N-I-N-O. In sandwich? Yeah. Italian? Yes. Like panini. Mm -hmm. So if you're ordering one, it's a panino. If you're ordering more than one, it's you're ordering a panini. You're ordering panini. Did you know that? So every time we order a panini, we're ordering multiple sandwiches. Yeah. Or one. Because it's actually like the bastardized version. <laughs> <laughs> the word. Because English came through and was like, we're just going to take this. We're just going to call this sandwich a panini because it sounds cool. Sounds interesting. The word alphabet has roots in which language? Um, Greek. Yep. Alpha and beta are the first two letters of the Greek alphabet. Yep. How many um, letters from the Greek alphabet do you know? Uh, alpha, beta, zeta, lambda. Pi is not one of them. Now that I said that, is it? Is that a Greek letter? No, I don't think so. By, that's pretty much it. So like basically anything that, anytime I've seen, the only reason I know those is because of anytime they have a um, sorority or fraternity house in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha, beta, kappa, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, kappa. Delta. Delta, I know Delta as well. Um, how many languages can you say hello in? Again, this is one that you, there is no correct answer. So we'll move on. Uh, the word latte means milk in which language? I don't know. Latte? Like, I mean, coffee? Like the word latte. Yeah, what it means in the English language? No, it means milk in which language? It means milk in which language? Okay. Sorry, that might have been, I may not be speaking clearly. I was like, I misunderstood something. <laughs> um... Isn't isn't that again in Italian? Yeah. Yes, yes it is. Um, ich liebe dich means, and I'm sure I said that wrong, means I love you in which language? German. Yeah. Um, Leiklig or glad means happy in which language? L-Y-C-K-L-I-G. I'm sure it's probably not pronounced glad, but it's G-L-A-D. Uh, Finnish? Swedish. Close. Mm. Um, what does... Vinho, V-I-N-H-O, mean in Portuguese. Hmm, I don't know. Think of it in like Italian. 
B-I-N-O. B-I-N-H-O. Oh, wine? Wine, yeah. It's kind of crazy how a lot of languages do, like, intersect with each other. Like, the fact yeah. that vino is very similar in both. Like, it's not not the same, but it's it means wine. Or it's very similar in multiple different languages. Right. What I think is interesting is um speaking specifically of Portuguese, I actually have a friend who is a native Spanish speaker um, who also speaks English. He started learning some Portuguese and there's enough words in common between Spanish and Portuguese that he was able to communicate with someone who only spoke Portuguese. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking at or learning. Um, when we were, so we're doing like signage for the ESL class um, in Santa, or not Santa Rosa, in Quincy. Mm-hmm. And like when we translated it from English to Spanish and then from Sp- uh, English to Portuguese, it's very similar. There were, mm-hmm. there were only a few, like few words spelled differently or a few words that were you know, completely different words. Yeah. Um, Porze Bardzo means you're welcome in which language? And I'm sure I'm saying that completely wrong because I don't know this language. P-O-P-R-O-S-Z-E-B-A-R-D-Z-O. Where's the Bardzo? I don't know. It's Polish. Nice. All right. Last set of 10 questions. Uh, Zimbabwe has more official national languages than any country. How many do they have? have more official languages isn't like i think it's like three or four isn't it official national languages yeah 16 the 16 no. national languages yep yep uh, but it there is a little asterisk and it says india has 22 but some are only official as regional at the regional level so they're not mm, not official official yeah like nationwide what does Pan mean in French. What does what mean in French? Pan, P-A-I-N, pain. Oh, isn't it bread? Yeah, bread. Uh, what are the three genders words can have in German? He, she, and I don't know. I think it's like, how do they, feminine, masculine, and then neuter? Neutral? Uh, no, it says neuter, N-E-U-T-E-R, neuter. Okay. Um... And then what does blue, blau, B-L-A-U-W mean in Dutch? It's a, it's a color and it's easier than you think. I literally said it. Repeat it one more time. Uh, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> B-L-A-U-W. And it's a color. Blue. It's blue. Yeah. Because <laughs> I said blau, blue. Because I have no idea how to say it in Dutch. I don't know Dutch. Uh, <sighs> I was taking Dutch for a little bit. What is the main foreign language taught in the UK? Main foreign language taught in the UK. Um, French? Yeah, French. That makes sense because they're very close to France. Yes. Um, what does Amarillo mean in Spanish? Uh, yellow. Yeah. Uh, the Cambodian language Khmer, Khmer uh, has the longest alphabet. How many letters do they have? Oof. I don't know. Um, okay. So 35. No, more. More? Mm-hmm. 
Jesus. Um, 50. Surprisingly more. 74. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, the verb loga in or L-O-G-G-A in means to log in in which language? Loga in. Oh my gosh. Oh, so I'll give you a hint. You may not know this, but Trixie Mattel claims she is fluent in this language and speaks it very frequently. Well, speaks her version of it very frequently. Swedish. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Hello, hello. <laughs> I suddenly was thrown back to that video and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> In round one, you learned how many languages there are or are spoken worldwide. How many of those languages account for more than half the world the world's population? So how many how many languages account for more than half of the world's population? It's just making sense. I don't I don't know. It's 23. So there's 23 languages that represent half of the world's population, I'm assuming is what they mean. Okay. That was a poorly worded question. Yeah, I don't like it. Um and then the last one is Você fala inglês. I'm sure I said that wrong. Uh, means do you speak English in what language? Well, what was the first bit? Você fala inglês. Oh, voce. But is it voce? It's got a little over the E. I think so. Voce? V-O-C. Is it, is it Italian? No. No? Close, but, uh, kind of, I think a lot of them derive from Italian. Well, yeah. Romantic languages. Yeah, it's Portuguese. Mm, that was gonna be my next guess. And that's all I got. All right. Do you have any more fun facts? Um, not currently. Did you know? Or have you heard, Sarah? Have you heard? Mm, have I heard? Bird's the word. Gotcha. Oh my god. Gotcha. I can't believe that that just happened to me. Do you have anything fun planned for the rest of the weekend since it's Saturday? Um, I have. Some homework I gotta finish up. It's due tomorrow. Um, other than that, no, not really. I'm probably gonna watch some TV, read some, read some of these books I took out with my brand new library card. I have to um, do a discussion board post for work or for school. Mm. Other than that, I don't really. Ryan and I said something about we might take the little man for a, an adventure in the vehicle. I can't say the other word because he's sitting right there staring at me. Oh, wait, I lied. He's not. <laughs> oh, there he is. He was behind me. Um, so we're going to do that tomorrow, probably. I actually just cleaned out my car earlier. Um, other than that, I have to figure out what we're going to do for dinner since now I found out the hamburger we were going to have for dinner is bad. Mm, I should probably also start figuring out what I want to have for dinner. Um, Nick and I got some sushi earlier, so I have a little bit of that left over. I might eat that. I might see if he just wants to grab something from his work for him to eat. There you and go. Then, and then I might order like pizza or something. There you go. Because he doesn't really like pizza. So what's that face for? I'm looking at some of these, uh, these things that I have saved to my computer and going, why did I save this? And then going, oh yeah, I saved this because this was hilarious. <laughs> like what things? Um, for example, this post uh, by the Richland, Washington Police Department that said, Wanted Wednesday, Anthony Akers, 38, is wanted by the Department of Corrections for failure to comply. Um, Anthony commented on the post and said, Calm down, I'm going to turn myself in. I've and they seen said, that. Hey, Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. Our business hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Of course, if you need a ride, you can call the non-emergency and we'll pick you up. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did see that. I think that was about a couple months I ago. Or forgot something. that I had that saved, so I was laughing at myself. Do you want to see if we can find in like the next five minutes the fun, like one of our favorite memes? I'm gonna look up funny memes. Oh yeah, we we can talk. I I am boring. I really like memes that give information. So. Um, oh my gosh, I love this one. The little, it's like a little girl in the a raincoat and she's like running or she looks like she's falling. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like there's always different memes. And it's like this one is me leaving work the day before vacation. <laughs> yup. Yup. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. What are you dressing up as for Halloween? I don't dress up for Halloween. You're not going to dress up for Halloween? No. So why not? Because I don't go anywhere. You should do it anyway. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did hear that. That was my computer screaming at me. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, the uh, what are you dressing up as? I am going to dress up as the Morton Salt Girl. Okay. I'm I'm very excited about it. I just I need to find some um tights. Some white tights. I'm looking at while you're talking. I'm also looking at um, funny memes. Mm. <laughs> There's the one from uh, what is her name? Uh, not Tina Fey. The other one, Amy Poehler in um, what's that movie? Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. There you go. <laughs> this a bald guy with a um, blow dryer, and it says, "WTF is he blow drying?" His thoughts. <laughs> Ouch. That's mean. And so I'm going to save these to my desktop and upload them to our Instagram page. Perfect. To utilize our Instagram page for something. There we go. So if you have any that you think are funny, send them along and I will upload them to our Instagram page. Yes, we want to see your hilarious memes. I was talking to you. I mean, but I also will send hilarious memes. I'm just saying we need people to also send hilarious memes. But other people as well, yeah. Oh, Hollywood logic. Bad guys don't deserve a nose. And it has Lord Voldemort, some red guy. I, I don't know. I'm assuming like a Spider-Man person. Um, the captain from, oh, what is his name? The captain from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, David Jones? Yeah, Davy Jones, and then some robot dude. I like that one that's always like, everything's fine. And like, it's a guy sitting in like a break room and it's on fire. Yes. All right. Well, that will that can be the, the podcast this week. Um, so we learned a little bit about languages. We looked at different, different language apps that you can use to learn language. Um, and then Sarah and I talked a little bit about what our what languages we would like to earn, learn as well. Um, if you would like to, please like, comment, subscribe on this and share this podcast. Um, please leave a comment if you would like to, if you liked the podcast. If you didn't, shut up and walk away. <laughs> um, otherwise, if you would like to reach out to us and tell you, give us some examples or some topics you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can reach out to us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to follow us on our socials, our Instagram for the podcast is now about that pod on Instagram. 
other than that, I hope you all have a great week. Sarah, enjoy your weekend and have a good week coming up. You too. And we will talk to you all in the next one. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.